Hello and welcome to Ears for Dragon, an Aragon reroute podcast. I'm your host, Nick. I'm Charlie. I'm Shan. Today, I'm on summary today, and relative to the past couple of episodes, we have three blissfully short chapters. Uh, first, in Astari Glade, we have the thrilling conclusion to the Blood Oath ceremonies. Aragon wakes up and finds himself transformed by the draconic blessing placed upon him. He looks in the mirror and sees a beautiful man, somewhere between human and elf. Notably, all his scars are healed. Uh, he has mixed feelings about that one. Aragon then wanders back to the glade, using his heightened senses to experience the world with new eyes. Unfortunately, he then stumbles upon Arya. Emboldened by the magic in his veins and in the forest around him, he asks again for her hand. She says, no. <laughs> and uh, if he can't be normal about it, they can't be friends either. Aragorn cries, uh, Sephira comes to comfort him, and uh, the Agathe Bloodrun comes to an end. Tough times. Next, we have Landfall. Roran and the villagers make camp just short a term. The journey has been smooth, although the food supply has dwindled down to cold rations and they've all but exhausted their supplies. He walks through the camp to gather his five best men for a journey into term to gather supplies and possibly new transportation. Along the way, he has a rather heated conversation with Clovis in which he tells Clovis absolutely nothing. Roran gathers Loring, Birgit, Gertrude, Noel Favreau, and Mandel. Mandel is Felder's son, and apparently he needs some sense talked into him after getting a bit too chummy with the soldiers and possibly doing some gambling. Sailors. 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 Um, yeah, and they resolve to walk into term. What's the chapter name? Term. It's term. <laughs> sure is. The group walk into term, hoping to blend in as a sort of extended family while they restock provisions. They walk past uh, some soldiers of the Empire and look at some big ships that they can't afford. <laughs> uh, funnily, Gertrude mentions that she'd like to buy herbs from an Angela, and she goes searching for uh, the apothecary with Mandel. Roran wrestles with the fact that he has pushed the village uh, to their limits, and if there's no way forward from here, then... He might have to stoop to uh, impossibly immoral uh, methods, which he is sure that the village will not accept. Luckily, a man overhears of their plight in the bakery and tells him of an auction coming up uh, from a poor man named Jode, who has gone dreadfully bankrupt, uh, lost several ships and caravans, and is selling all his goods. They go over to uh, Jode's mansion and ask for an audience with him. Uh, Jode's butler uh, begrudgingly says yes, and they are invited in. And that's the end of all three of our chapters. Woohoo! Woo! I like how you said that dreadfully bankrupt. Dreadfully. He is, he is dreadfully it's bankrupt. It's tough, dude. Poor Jode. Mm. We'll, we'll get to it, but I'll quickly we'll just say... We'll get to it soon. Yeah, we'll get to it soon. <laughs> I just... What does it say here? Uh, Jode, Jode Longshanks, as we call him, out of hearing, has had the most abominable run of bad luck. In less than a year, he had lost four of his ships, and when he tried to send his goods overland, the caravan was ambushed and destroyed by some thieving outlaws. His investors forced him to declare bankruptcy, and now they're going to sell his property. His investors <laughs> meaning Helen's father. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Mm, All right, let's, let's go back. Glade. Starry Glade. Yeah. Aragorn. Aragorn um, gets, um, just, like, levels up <laughs> ten times. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of, like, 
I don't know, a pretty good power up. I Aragorn really like got this whited. They did. Like, they whited him. They whited like, him. bleached him a little bit. Yeah, he's white. He's yeah. super white now. Yeah. He's like really, he's like translucent. He's alabaster. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Maybe it's the moon, you know. <laughs> His farm boy tan, it's gone. No. Yeah. Actually tragic. And they gave him elf ears. And an elf face and eyes and kind of just turned him into like a weird looking elf. I would still be, partly human. It's kind of humanish. Yeah, I'd be yeah, pretty yeah. mad if this happened. Actually, no, I was very sexy. So after a couple of weeks, I think I'd get used to it. But surprise, <laughs> cosmetic surgery is not really the way you want it. This is like supposedly the transformation he's supposed to go through, but it probably takes like <laughs> yeah, but like a hundred. But they years. gave him the fox eye lift and the buckle fat removal and like <laughs> and like a, a thread face lift in just like two minutes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, who's this beautiful woman in the mirror? <laughs> they put him in the RuPaul room. I never thought that a man was beautiful before yeah but <laughs> i'm kind of i love he, he, like, whoa i'm kind of sexy this, with it exactly he has this whole like oh my god they turn me into an elf oh i'm kind of sexy and then he gets his most fire outfit on and goes like yeah he put the i'm gonna is, go show everyone yeah. he was already in a party outfit yeah he's only been quite just an hour just i don't think hour. they changed his outfit he put on a second party outfit to yeah. go out <laughs> he he like That's got too drunk feels. he got too drunk before the club passed out and yeah. he got a new outfit That's on exactly to go to the what club. i've written i've written the guy who dies at pre's but resurrects <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's resurrected in a new outfit. <laughs> what is um, He grabbed his finest clothes, a crimson tunic stitched with gold thread, a belt studded with white jade, warm felted leggings, a pair of cloth boots favoured by the elves, and upon his forearms, leather van branches that the dwarfs had given him. It's very... I love his, like, oh, I'm wearing a little dwarfish stuff, because I'm a very cool friend of the dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> and elfish stuff, because I'm a very cool elf friend. <laughs> He's no really, human stuff. No human. Well, what do they maybe have? The, maybe yeah, the felted I mean, leggings. Maybe the belt. I don't I think, know. I think he's he traveled here. No, he traveled. Did he travel here in human or dwarf, dwarf? clothes? Dwarf clothes. He hasn't had his clothes. Them back out. Yeah, yeah but they yeah, were yeah. humans in the Vardens. So I was like, were they human? I think the dwarves. The dwarves are doing much. As be, as befitting of the adopted son of the king. Exactly. Or what is Hrothgar going to do when he comes back looking like this? <laughs> oh, it's going to be really embarrassing for their house. <laughs> oh, you adopted a little elf boy, did you? <laughs> oh, no. Like, can he he's take that back? Can he, like, disown him? <laughs> in the kindest way possible. My son got a BBL and I don't want him in the well anymore. <laughs> Garagon's so cut up about not having his scars anymore. I've been pretty cut up. He yeah, was yeah. less cut up than I expected, actually. Yeah, I think he kind was... of just was like, whoa, they're gone. This is crazy. Okay, oh, totally like, upset about it. it. He regrets them for a second, and then he's like, oh, wait, I'm okay. <laughs> he's like, ah, we're... <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, if I had as many cool and, like, momentous scars as he did, he, like, I'd be like, stories behind every one. Yeah. Was, like, all his, his memories mm. of his life. A little cut from the farm. I know. I think I'd especially be upset it's about the, the thighs. Yeah, the yeah. thighs thing from Safira, because that's such like a. I don't know. To me, it's a very cool memory of the book. Maybe yeah. he doesn't want to think about it because it sucks. Because it <laughs> fucked up his leg so bad. And it's he had just to... literally for a moment he missed them as a record of his life, but his regret was short lived as he realized the damage from every injury he'd ever suffered, no matter how small, had been repaired. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He just like stops. He's just like, uh, oh, oh, never mind. Actually, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, Never mind, like, this is better. This, big, is, this is baller. The big thing is that he doesn't have Doris's huge scar yeah. anymore, mm-hmm. so he's probably... So he's back in business, baby. Yeah, we're, we're so Just back. in time so for back. the last third of the book. Yeah. Uh, just in time for him to flop and fail one last time. Oh my god. 
We got we got like one more thing to talk I about just before feel like, it, I guess. Do I got one more. Yeah. Yeah. You you just feel like do. Oh, I said do we? Because uh, I was gonna go straight to. Okay. Um. No, I, I just, just want to talk about yeah. how beautiful this chapter is. There's a lot of description of like all the new stuff he sees, and it's mm. very fun. Yeah, seeing, seeing, like, the world through new eyes is really nice. And also just, like, he somehow got even more special. Even the world's more specialist special. boy who ever lived. <laughs> and I frankly love it for him. I think it's really great. But um, I'm excited to see how it's going to alienate him from his friends and peers in the future. <laughs> well, he's walking around being like, ooh, I'm so suave and mysterious, and talking uh, in riddles to Sephira. <laughs> Sephira's like, dude, where the fuck are you? <laughs> I walk between the candle and the dark. And he's, like, following Arya by smelling her and, like, yeah. listening. Again, obsessed with sniffing this woman. Um, and, like, following the sound of her footsteps and he's shit. He's so it's, weird He's down chapter. so mm-hmm. disgustingly bad. <laughs> he got chapter. worse. He got way worse. worse. I mean, and to, to be fair to him, he just got some crazy magic done on him. He's probably feeling really disoriented and, like, sexy right now. But I don't think he should have done what he did. Yeah. No. I think a key factor here is that you said in the summary he asked for her hand again. First time he's asked for her hand. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> he, has not se- he has not said anything. He's be- just been yeah, quiet. The only fighting. time he has verbally acknowledged his feelings to Arya is when he apologised yeah. for him. <laughs> he, like, he cringed it with the first and then this, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, her, like, no. she knew, but he didn't say it. <laughs> From her perspective, this sucks so bad. Yeah. Like, you think you've finally put this shit to bed with the teenage boy who's, like, mooning after you, and then he, he corners back, you like, in the dark woods and is like... He comes back making, like... Me. Lord Farquaad face yeah. and says, I will never stop until I hold He's like, get some Squidward Squidward and she's like, fucking hell, this guy won't leave me alone. Giga Chad, Aragorn. And I told the trees, how bright the stars and how beautiful you are. Oh, Arya, stop. Stop, like, her. stop for real. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, leave Arya's, her alone, get a job. Uh, she's stiffened. Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> Do you I think can I'm... feel her rolling her eyes like, oh, God. <laughs> Do you think all his wards got taken off? That might be it. <laughs> And he's being affected by the festival. No. She's acting crazy. I hope so, because the there's no excuse is getting for this. Him. It is getting him a, a, a bit, I He think. does say, under normal circumstances, he would have considered his deed the height of folly, but in that fey madcap night, it seemed perfectly sane. Yeah, maybe he's just got some horrid elf magics on him, and it's not his fault yeah, at all. Yeah, they're um, Saturnalias, mm. which I don't think is supposed to be pluralized with an S, but that mm. is how he's yeah, written it. Saturnalia, I think, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, she just basically goes, please stop it. Please, please, please stop it. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Uh, she said, yeah, and she says, I, you will not see me again. <laughs> Aragorn says, I will do anything for you. And she says, if you'll do anything, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, literally. And then the, um... Do you feel nothing for me? You don't even like you don't like me. The in desperation he suggested after she's like, I'm too old for you, bro. Like, way too old for you. You could give me your memories and then I would have the same amount of experience and knowledge as you. Oh. So that one, down, like, that one was just like, put the book Ooh. down for a second level cringe. It's so bad. And I say that with love in my heart for this young man. <laughs> yeah. It's just so bad. You just gotta cut your losses, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an abomination. Hear me well, Aragon. This cannot, nor ever shall be. And until you master yourself, our friendship must cease to exist. For your emotions do nothing but distract us from our duty. Like, it's finally over. Thank it's God. Over. I don't, from memory, I don't think he reconciles with her until, like, deep into the third I don't book, remember. Right? 
Um, I mean, I think they travel together. But <laughs> yeah, like, it might just be really awkward for ages. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like, let's not talk about that. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> let's just like not talk about it with them when you were way too drunk at the party. Yeah. <laughs> And then he weeps himself to death in the woods. Yeah, Sephira says, come on, you knew that would happen. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I did. I couldn't help it. I love how hard he is fucking crying about this. (laughs) He wrapped his arms around his belly and rocked back and forth on the log, reduced to hiccuping sobs by the strength of his misery. Just like having the worst tantrum of all time. And he's got like magically powered up emotions now. Yeah. Poor Aragorn. Don't worry, bro. It's only going to get worse. He's got, like, magically stronger abs as well. So (laughs) sobs might not hurt so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody else have anything to say about about this one? Oh, that's about it. Aragorn's greatest failure yet. The festival was pretty fun. Yeah, I'm glad everyone else had a great time at the party. (laughs) This is just, like... When you, I don't know, house party and you're having a wicked time and you walk outside and people are having the craziest argument you've ever seen in the back garden. So yeah, like, people are yeah, breaking up a six-year relationship. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, actually, no, I do have one thing. Mm-hmm. You know how he saw a bunch of elves and they all thought he was an elf and said, hi, Alfred. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think they were all just like, why'd he choose to look so ugly? <laughs> Does he, uh, does he really think that's making him look mask? <laughs> oh, he looks like almost as if he's half human. That's so good. Getting really catty about it. Chose it. <laughs> yeah, do you think elves are like bitches about each other's body mods? They're yeah. like, oh, so you're doing the dragon thing still. <laughs> well, so you haven't like removed the webbing yet, huh? Oh, the webbing's still in. Oh, <laughs> the dragon thing's just a phase, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, he's only going to do it for another 500. Years. Oh just don't even look at him. What if you did like the major, like the full on cat boy mod and then had to spend years and years and years slowly retracting the ears? No! <laughs> like tattoo removal, but it takes even longer. Be so and you can't hide well. it. Like 200 years in the in between state. Oh my god. Do you think they like have the, um, the funny incorrect cat boy ears where they got two sets. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah, oh. on the side and on top. I don't think anybody... Like, the correct cat boy ears just look insane. <laughs> I, yeah. I have to say, I don't think that we can say correct or incorrect cat boy ears. They are not real. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> either could happen. Yeah, you're real to me. Should we talk about Roran's um, two chapters worth of planning to get, get on a boat? Yeah, I guess. For two chapters, Roran plans to get on a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote actually quite a few notes for this. Well, I'm pretty, pretty sad about not getting on that yeah. boat. Mm. I really, really want to know how long it took them to get there. It says yeah. weeks, but how many weeks? Mm. And, like, I know they're on barges, so they're slow, but, like, he's 100% confident that people will have traveled by land already and told everyone about him. Mm. Well, they're on horses, um, probably. Right? If they were traveling by land to spread the news. Yeah, it depends who they are, I guess. Mm. Didn't seem like there were any rich people there. Yeah, I don't think they're sending birds. I don't think there's been any mention of like sending birds for messages. Birds. They've yeah. had no mention. He says that he thinks men have been sent. Oh, yeah. Idiots haven't even worked out the beauty- beautiful passenger pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> the next note I have is, can love bloom on a gross barge? <laughs> What's that about? What were the names? It's about um, 
Frewin and Odell. They're a little too, a little too uh, friendly. They've become friendly. Uh, they can cause first... trouble when we leave Clovis. Yeah, my first one was simply that I liked the list of foods that they got. It seems like they had yeah. kind of a yummy time with yeah. it. Well, yeah, they're complaining about it, but they have, they've got variety. Salt, pork, salt, herring, salt, cabbage, sea biscuits, pickled vegetables, and f- occasional fresh meat. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. They're even fresh sea biscuits. They're yeah. making them on the way. Yeah. Why aren't they catching any fish? Come on, guys, you're in the ocean. Yeah. They're slaughtering some of their animals. But they catch game when they land. Yeah, I think it's just maybe a little bit of a skill issue. Mm. Yeah. They're not ocean people. They've never seen it before. The sailors could, like... Could teach them right. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they, like, don't like them because they've uh, extorted Mm -hmm. them a little bit. Oh, they like their coin. (laughs) Mm, True, they do like their coin. (laughs) Their coin and their grandmother's bracelets. Yeah, I like the the little sailor gambling side quest. (laughs) Um, yeah, this, like, thing where, what is, what's her name, Felda, Felda. asks Roran to look after Mandel, um, mm. it kind of, over the course of these two chapters, it feels a little bit like he's gonna kill him. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm scared for Mandel. I'm scared a bit yeah. scared for Mandel that he may be, like, the expendable one in the unit that Roran is going to <laughs> sacrifice for the good of the group. No. It's gonna be the very tragic, I swore to his mother I'd protect him oh, and I'd fix no. him, and, um, explosion. <laughs> I didn't and push died. him in front of those spears, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a lot of notes for these. Um, simply, I, it's it's good p- plot moving, but it is just them kind of talking about getting on and off the boat yeah. and getting a new boat. The Clovis is like, like completely you- correct to be so suspicious about what the fuck is going on. Oh, so yeah, correct, yeah. I really like the conversation with Clovis because it's such a classic. You have been forever changed by the things that have happened to you, and you cannot return <laughs> to the way of life that you know. Yeah, it's great. Everyone's just like, bro, fuck off. Yeah, it's just kind of like. It parallels, well, what has physically just happened to Aragon, as well as Aragon had this exact realization, I think, either earlier this book or at the end of last book, having that same, like, nothing will ever be... Yeah, the points of no return. ...can ever be even remotely the same again, when he realized he couldn't return to Carverhall, and this is, even when you get to Surda, you have been so changed that you cannot return to farming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good little, like, it's a good combo. My book is kind of ripping itself in half. Awesome. I'm seeing how you're holding it. You're ripping it in half. Mm. <laughs> i got to see all of it at once. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a lot of good character building stuff here for Roran. Why are they bringing, like, yeah, I know why they're bringing Norfavril. I think maybe they should just leave Norfavril out of I it think, for a little bit. I just think you bring, you're like, who are the best people who I can inconspicuously bring to this town? The 13-year-old who's killed a man. That'll do. <laughs> no! Stop it! No. You know he's bringing him because he's like, oh, sh- shit hits the fan, I guess no Favreau can Nofavril's deal with it. has got my back. <laughs> he's the fiercest warrior in the village. Um, and he's bringing his mom. Who <laughs> is the fiercest warrior in the village. Um, I, yeah, I thought there was a lot of good, like, village roaring mm. stuff, like people are coming up to him and talking to him, and, like, there's, like, yeah. examples of his leadership or the re- results of his leadership in action. Mm. And just, like, kind of helps to reinforce his character up until yeah. this point. <laughs> probably just roll into the next chapter. There's a little, a few lines describing why he chose these people. Mm. <laughs> Saying, Loring is old, but a tough fighter and an excellent liar. Uh, Birgit has proven herself canny and strong. And her son, Nofavril, had already killed a soldier. <laughs> Come on. And then Randall's there. And, and, and Gertrude's the only one who knows herbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot more of, like, the tactical thinking from Yeah, Warren. I love um, the first thing he thinks, like, when he sees Tim, um, is, like, he sees it and he sees the way it's laid out and he thinks, 
if Carvajal had been like this, they could never have taken our village. Yeah, like Turin's really good for uh, siege defense. Yeah, like notably. The conversation we had last book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, why is it set out it's like super this? Super fortified. For it's no fortified reason. for land, but they talk about how they keep being sieged by pirates. <laughs> which is a completely different kind of siege. <laughs> Oopsies. It's just not how it works, but that's okay. He gives the whole description of why he picked each person. Mm-hmm. And the only other person who's like a double up from who had been seen in Nada is Gertrude. And he says it has to be Gertrude because no one else knows how to buy the things for her tinctures and poultices. Mm-hmm. She couldn't have given them a list. I guess no one can read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then but, also and Mandel then... is a double up, right? No. Oh, but no. yeah, no, yeah, he killed he those guys. Yeah, Mandel was there when he killed them. Gertrude was in the other group. But then he does like his whole justification for why he needs to be there. The most likely to be seen is just, I don't trust anyone else to do it. And it's like, what are you doing? You don't have any special skills. He's the figurehead. <laughs> He's the leader. He's the main character. Okay. He's the main character. He should have <laughs> should have thought of something. He should have said a horse or something, man. <laughs> it's he just, he's like, horse. I don't trust anyone else to do this. It's like, well, you're not even sticking together and being like leaving the whole group anyway because you're splitting up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any special skills except for the fact that uh, it seems that most of the rest of the village don't realize yet that you're just like stealing and fucking people over yet. <laughs> um, it's just such a massive risk to have, like, you know. Yeah. Maybe Horst is beefing with him right now. Horst is like, I'm not being part of your scheme. I, Horst, yeah, I no, Horst went into town the first time in Nada. Oh, yeah. So Mandel was there when Roran killed those guys. Yeah. So Horst and Gertrude were in the group that went in the first time. Mm hmm. There's a whole group of kind of basically unnamed people who went in the second there's time. There's like 10 other guys or something. Um, and then there's the final time, and that's when Mandel was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also, um, when he's talking to Burger, I just noticed this, about how much th- that really cool ship that they just saw, the... Um, the Dragon three, Wing? Yeah, the yeah. Dragon Wing and Three Mastered Vessel, with, like, Ballista and shit on it, um, that, and it's big enough to hold 300 people, um... And he's like, that's what we need. Rogan uttered a sour grunt. Now, I'd love to know <laughs> how that... Yeah, how that... <sighs> oh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I've, I've also just been recently, not informed, but I recently found out that there are uh, audiobooks for these. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm. So, we could even go through and look it up. And apparently yeah, the dragon well, voices are really funny. It's probably... <laughs> if it's written like she gave out a sour grunt, it probably just says that. Yeah. Unless but it's like you can have a tone, it's, right? To what your is voice? it? The the difference is what audio like, drama, um, audio book, and immersive. There's a there's it's like a mer- immersive audio or something. Michael has all those storm white ones yeah, that have yeah. like the full voice acting. It's got a like special audio name. story. I don't know. <laughs> well, don't think it's that. <laughs> uh, it's got like a little kind of pretentious little name for it, but it's an audio drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't think so. It would just say mm. that she gave out a sour grunt, probably. Well, tone to it, but yeah. But it's not, like, it's narrative voice, so we're just narrative voice. We'll make it up ourselves. Yeah, fuck it. I'm reading this book in my mind. I can make the sound. They um, find out how expensive that boat would be. Uh, I think it's yeah. a whole room's worth of dwarf gold. Dwarf Jesus red gold. <laughs> That's so much. I guess. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a lot. Yeah, I guess they just mm-hmm. kind of mill around. Well, not mill around. They go and do errands until... Somebody comes up behind them when they're lamenting how much ships cost, and they're like, "Hi, I heard you were poor. You could go to the auction house of Jode." 
Joe Longshanks, who was bankrupt and selling all his things very cheaply. <laughs> Please follow the plot this way. That's now, very funny. I see that you're buying a single loaf of bread and a jar of honey to split between all of you, and that you wish to purchase a ship. Have you considered? <laughs> Jared is being robbed blind. I'm oh, so you excited don't know it's on every mark. It's on every like signpost. <laughs> been avoiding Not only that, it is a man with coarse black hair and a thick slab of belly. Love that description. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's on all the, like, um, <laughs> message boards, but they're not going near any message boards because they think Roran's face will be on they one just, of them. They should have they should have sent someone else. They should have sent someone yeah, else. They'd be like, I'm going to stand on this side of this market square, or, like, around the corner. You go take a look at the boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, for all the planning, plotting, and scheming that Roran is doing constantly, he's not thinking really... Like, just, like, kind of common sense. Uh, I think maybe yeah. this is just, like, unreliable narrator. Maybe he thinks he's doing really smart things, but yeah, it's not true. very well planned out. But it's not first person. But it's not first person. It's not an unreliable narrator. It's, like, it's pretty close third person. It's close third. <laughs> he might be... But it's, it's, like, pretty unbiased close but third. But it's, like, it still tells you what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do we think I'm, of... I'm uh, sure there were smarter ways to they do this. Ha- this book hates his butler, like, extremely oh, so for some reason. His butler. his butler is being a little bit, like, classy. Classist, so not classy. It is not classy to be classy. He is a, a plump butler, garnished with overly shiny teeth and a, a glazed smile. Yeah, he, uh, he gets a lot of shiny mm-hmm. teeth. My shiny teeth and me action in this mm-hmm. one. Um... And he's just kind of a dick to them, and then they're like, no, it's on business, and he lets them in. <laughs> well, to be honest, he's not wrong. No, they do look he, bad. This is exactly yeah, what he, like his job is. Farmers. It's like, a bunch of people in rags turn up, and like, we want to see your master. He's like, he's not in the position to give charity at the moment. Yeah. Like, no, we have a confidential business offer to give him. It's vitally important. We must see him today. He should have just told him the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Joe's in the position to say no to anybody right now. <laughs> yeah, this is so extremely suspicious. This is like the group of people who've turned up to steal your candlesticks. <laughs> it's like, we're here to buy your things. Like, can't you wait till the auction tomorrow? We need it yeah, now. can't wait two days for the auction. We have a confidential business offer. We need We uh, need to do it now, and we need to be led into your home <laughs> right now. The offer is we're going to hold you at knife point and say we'll kill you. <laughs> My name is Stronghammer. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. Come yeah, on. pretty threatening stuff this when you think about really it. really wasn't... <laughs> he should have just closed the door. Uh, he does think his name's really funny, though. <laughs> he does. He has a little bit of a laugh about that. Oh, uh, they have fake names in the next chapter. I just saw it. <laughs> Nick! Well, they also said that Loring has come up with a um, detailed backstory for them. Oh, awesome. <laughs> because he's a talented liar. They oh. <laughs> said earlier that Roran had been uh, had been repeating it in his head as they approached the city gates. And Roran still goes by fucking Stronghammer. <laughs> yeah, they come up with a whole story to be like, this is who we are, this is why we're here, this is how long we'll be here, this is what we're looking for, this is why we're looking for it. <laughs> this is all our fake names. Call me Strong Hammer. <laughs> you mean the same fake name you gave Inanna? <laughs> Get a grip, dude. It's not even. It's just his name now. It's yeah. not even a fake name. He's also Garrison, depending on who you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, no, he's Roran Ror- Strong Hammer now. He's talking like that, like to people in the village. <laughs> I like that um, they're trying to pass off as like an inconspicuous family. 
Uh, I don't. It apparently seems to work. Kind of works. Maybe they walk past some soldiers and they're like, "Who Old cares? man, old woman, young woman, young boy, two youngish men, two young men." Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I don't know why he sends Mandel away. Like, oh, you're gonna blow our cover, man. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'll give anyone. He could. Like, he. I can't just, look old enough to be North Avril's father, right? No. No way. The thing is, just be another boy. Whatever. He's, yeah, he's like another. He's like a teen, definitely. Yeah. He's got a thick beard, though, and make sure to tell us. <laughs> but like, why is he? He's so concerned about people noticing Mandel. But the only people who know to be suspicious of Mandel are the guys they killed. Yeah. Wait a minute. Because yeah, no one else saw them. Because <laughs> they walked straight through town and got on the boats. It's just Rory. Maybe Rory. he's being a little bit paranoid. Because the people who would be suspicious of, like, Gertrude and Horst are also the guards who he killed. It was the same guards. <laughs> yeah, wait, Rory, you literally didn't leave any witnesses. <laughs> Bro, it's okay. Calm down. I think the events might have changed his thinking somewhat. Yeah. They bring Mendel out here for, like, some big life lesson or something. He's not doing shit. He's I don't even think so it's bad. a life lesson. I think it's just, I don't want you... I don't want you hanging out with the sailors. Don't gamble with the sailors. Come with me, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I have, I have a horrible Help Gertrude carry her bags. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not even going to have any. Who <laughs> Angela won't be there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh-huh. so sad she doesn't get they me They stay at the same shit in the Brahmin Aragon. Yes. <laughs> Still full of bugs. Yeah. Green chestnut mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any final notes for our, our very short little oh, chat? Baby episode. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. I got nothing. Yeah, they were fine. <laughs> yeah, they, they were fine. More stuff happens in the next ones, I'm sure. But mm. this is just kind of an in between section. Yeah, I think it's the. It was the very end of that last little chunk of Aragon's story, and it's the yeah. very start of this chunk of Roran. So nothing is <laughs> happening really. Nothing big. <laughs> yeah. I hope those sailors are okay. Um, I don't think they're getting paid. No way. No way, they're not getting paid. No. But they probably will be allowed to go home. <laughs> they so. might live. Yeah, they might live. We'll see. Who's, uh, on, who's on next week? I'm on next week. What are we reading? Uh, probably Evil Helen being evil, I guess. Uh, there is Joad Longshanks, <laughs> an unexpected ally, and Escape. Ooh! <laughs> oh. I hope she's the unexpected ally. I don't want to read about Helen being evil when she's just normal. Yeah. God, escape. Escape. Followed by child's play. Ooh. That's a bit Chucky? scary. Yeah. Well, all right. Sorry, I forgot to do the outro. This Uh, is so unfair. We each have to edit a like a two-hour raw recording. (laughs) And what's this? Uh, Thirty-nine minutes. minutes. And that's not it. And that's including all the thirty-minute episode. We hate you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki's easy day. (laughs) Write an original composition to pass the time. (laughs) This one's coming to you with a a brand new intro and outro. (laughs) Right, yours truly. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening to Ears for Dragon. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, Twitter, Tumblr uh, at Ears for Dragon. Mm-hmm. You can mail us at gmail.com. Um, Ears for Dragon. Please uh, write. Just email, not Just real email. mail. Not real mail. We're not <laughs> going to give you that. Um, yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. Write the podcast. Uh, write us a review. Mm-hmm. Peace and love on planet Earth, guys. We'll see you next see you week. Next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.